podcast with your boy straight the clipper and we are definitely back with another episode and yo i need all the pimps in the place to stand up i ain't no pimp but if you are this episode's for you because we taking a trip to memphis tennessee on this episode and we're gonna do an album review of the album coming out hard from eight ball and mjg now if you don't know who 8-Ball and MJG are, let me tell you, they some pimp player motherfuckers, and I had to take it to the South. For my first episode about a album from the South, I figured, what what's better than the Memphis group, 8-Ball and MJG, and this monumental, dope-ass, classic album coming out hard? Man, let me tell you something right now. This is a hard-ass motherfucking album, no pun intended, all right? This album was dropped in 1993, all right? So we got, you know what time it is. We got a classic album from 1990 motherfucking three in the house, and it was released on July 6th, so we're talking about a summer. Man, if you were from the South, Around this time, yep, there was Southern rappers. You had the Ghetto Boys. You had UGK. You definitely had Southern rappers, but like this represented a whole, you know, city of Memphis right here. This is before 3 6. This is before, you know, 3 6 Mafia and other groups that made Memphis, Tennessee uh, put it on the map. Uh, 8 Ball and MJG, they definitely are pioneers in this gangsta southern rap shit right here. And that's what I love about all hip-hop. You know, West Coast is mostly known for gangsta rap, but every coast has all types of hip-hop, whether it's gangsta, East Coast has gangsta, Midwest has gangsta, you know, South has conscious rap. It's all... But here's the thing with southern gangsta rap. They have a certain just swag to them, right? Like, they just, like... When you hear this album, you just feel like you're a big ballin' ass player, right? You know what I'm saying? Even if you're not, you can journey into the mind of 8-Ball and MJG just for a little bit and feel like, man, I'm a pimp motherfucker right now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this is a short album, right? And that's not taking anything away from it because the beautiful thing with this album is, yeah, it has nine tracks, right? But all the songs are very long, actually. Like, and most of the time, 8-Ball and MJG each kick two verses on the song. So it's not like, you know, a three-verse track or a two-verse track. There are two songs that they both have as a solo on this. But other than that, I mean, it's a pretty decently length album, honestly. And so even with nine songs, it doesn't feel... Like, it's that short. You know what I mean? Um, it's still 40, you know, 40 plus minutes. So, I mean, that's a pretty solid album in my book anyway. But, yeah, 
Anyway, eight ball and MJG, Memphis, Tennessee, coming out hard. Without further ado, let's dive into this bad boy because this is a fucking dope album. And man, even if you don't like Southern rap, even like, look, you're going to like this album because it's just, it's fucking hard. You know what I'm saying? And without further ado, let's jump into this bad boy. So we got at the beginning, number one, we got the intro to the album, right? And even the intro is kind of just, you know, they come in and it's got the low voice, you know, like they're chopped and screwed and basically just laying it out on you like, here's what's going on. Memphis, Tennessee is in the house. Eight Ball and MJG are in the house giving you a little introduction of what's about to happen, what's about to roll through your ears. And they let it be known right off the bat, like, hey, we on some pimp shit, all right? A lot of people say pimping is dead, but don't worry. We're here We're here to let you know pimping is alive, you know? And uh, here's the other thing, too. Eight Ball is a big guy, and he's but he's got confidence up, up the, you know, the man is a pimp, you know what I'm saying? He's a pimp. He's got the gold teeth. He's got the curls in his hair. You know, he's, uh, he kind of reminds me of Big Worm from Friday. You know what I'm saying? That's eight ball. MJG, he's laid back. He's slick. He a pimp too. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's kind of just what the intro is all about. Just laying it down. You know, it's kind of got like an eerie kind of demonic feel to it as well. Cause the voice gets high and then low and it's just, uh, yeah, it, it Good intro to this to the album, so I ain't gonna waste too much time on it. Let's just dive in, play a little clip of the intro. This is Eight Ball and MJG coming out hard. This is the intro, 1993. Hit it. And there you have it. That is the intro to the album coming out hard. And let's just go into the next song. The next song, number two, we got Nine Little Millimeter Boy. Oh, man. Here's the thing. A lot of people in the during this time said the beats were kind of cheaply made or such and such or whatever. But, like, I beg to differ, all right? This is classic Southern Memphis, Tennessee hip-hop right here to me. And the beats are hard as fuck. And Nine Little Millimeter Boy sets this album off right from the beginning. And, I mean, they on some gangsta shit in this song. Like, it's Nine Little Millimeter Boy. Kind of the tale of what it's like to be in Memphis, you know? Fuck around and find out, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, again, it's got four verses on it. So, you know, Eight Ball goes first, then MJG. Then 8-Ball again, then MJG. The song is 5 minutes, 8 seconds. So again, it's a long song. And uh, But, you know, some songs that are really long, you kind of sit there and be like, okay, is this going to be done? Is it over with yet? You know, you not, that's not the case with any of these songs. Like, the beat is so fucking dope in the way that they rap. And let me tell you, this is a good duo. This is one of the best duos in hip-hop, in my opinion. 8-Ball is always coming 
with that rough shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, he always comes out, his voice is powerful, he rips it, and MJG is just that, he's just laid back. They complement each other so well on this album. And I also forgot to mention, you go look at the cover of this album too, and it's just those two, they rolling in a whip, they looking at the fucking, you know, camera like, what's up, we rolling around Memphis, and we we just on some pimp shit. And you've heard me say this again, or before, uh, about King T's album, this is definitely a roll around album, like, 100%, like, pop this bitch in, go for a cruise, eight ball and MJG coming out hard, you can't go wrong with it, nine little millimeter boy hits hard, this is a fucking banger. And I'm here to tell you, though, there's a lot of bangers on this album. For nine tracks, there's a lot of bangers. But this one, this one is definitely one of the fucking dopest ones on the album. And let's just, you know, let's play that clip. Nine Little Millimeter Boy, Eight Ball and MJG, coming out hard. Hit that shit. Tight grip on the tape nine. Oh, man. Nine little millimeter boy. Ugh. And all I can say is, I don't even know who's my favorite out of 8-Ball and MJG. Like, I really like MJG because he's got flow. Not saying 8-Ball doesn't, but I really like his flow and his cadence. But 8-Ball is so goddamn hard. Like, it's just, it's hard to not just enjoy this group for what they are. And I'll be the first to even say they have done solo projects. They've done, you know, guest verses by themselves. But it's never the same as the group when they're both together. And that's what makes a good duo in hip-hop. And 8-Ball and MJG are 100% a top 10 duo in hip-hop. And that ain't even an argument. I'll tell you right now. Go listen to all their albums after this. This is where it began, though, right here. So we're going to go into the next song. And man, oh, man, this next song, this is when I first listened to this album, I had to keep repeating this song because it's so fucking dope. It's called the first episode. All right. So the way it breaks down in this one, there's short verses, right? MJG has two verses right at the beginning. Eight ball has two verses in the middle. MJG has two verses at the end, and then 8-Ball has one last verse. So, I mean, again, this song's 5 minutes, 13 seconds, and they're real short verses, but the way this beat comes in, and it's all, it just, it comes in, it's all kind of, you're like, okay, what's going to happen here? It seems kind of mellow, seems kind of mellow, and then it just fucking hits, and MJG just rolls in. And on this one, they they're just, they're talking about themselves, like, look, you know, you thought this pimping shit was dead? Fuck no. We're going to let you know right now. MJG rolls in, and then they have skits in the middle of the verses, little ones, where this woman comes in and she says, Hey, Mr. MJG, don't you know that pimping shit is dead? And then he busts in with his next verse like, Bitch, chill. You got a pimp fucked up. And just, I, and they, you can, they got that southern kind of drawl to him, too. 
you know, and that's what makes it. Like, you can tell they, these are some southern motherfuckers right here just ripping that shit up. And Eight Ball's verse is, his verses are so good on this because he also has, so when it's his time to rap in between his verses, the girl comes back in and goes, Eight Ball. How you going to be rapping about pimping and fucking with your fat ass? You know, because, again, 8-Ball's a big dude, you know. And he basically comes in like, listen, bitch, I don't give a fuck what you think about me. I'll jump up quick and, <laughs> you know, let you know what's happening. And uh, here's the thing about this album. I mean, it's 93. These guys are some pimps. So, I mean, is this a misogynistic album? Yes, it is, 100%. So, I mean, if that shit, you know... And But I always look at gangster rap or things like this like a movie, you know, like type of thing where this is, I don't want to say they're not real, but it's a persona that they kind of put forth. I mean, I again, I'm not calling 8-Ball and MJG fake. I, they, they definitely are some real motherfuckers, but that's just the way I look at it. I take some of this with a grain of salt because you will hear on this album, MJG does not hesitate to let you know that he will fuck a bitch up. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, but they on that pimp shit, and everyone knows, you know, that's what pimps do. So this was their MO. So anyway, that's 8-Ball and MJG. This is the first episode. So you know what? Let's jump on in, play that clip, because this song is fucking raw. First episode from Coming Out Hard, 1990 motherfucking three. Let's go. Man, that's a good ass song right there. Man. Make sure. Oh, like I said, that's a that's a roll the windows down roll of that shit. First episode. And we're just gonna keep going on. Next song is Armed Robbery. Alright, so you obviously can tell what this song is obviously about. It's about an armed robbery. But the story that 8 Ball and MJG kick in this song is so good because basically MJG starts the verse off by he's going into a bank and he's robbing it, right? And let me tell you something about the beat. The beat is dope, but it's got that, you know when you watch a movie, whether it's a comedy movie, mostly a comedy movie probably, but uh, when someone's breaking in or doing something, they have that little theme that will like uh, play when someone's being sneaky or even in games, like someone's being sneaky trying to break in and get out real quick. They have that playing in the background, or they have that sample in this song. So the whole time, it, you they're telling the story, and you can visualize it in your head, and you're just kind of picturing them, like, sneaking around, like, robbing shit, you know? And uh, anyway, 8-Ball's versus he's around the corner waiting for MJG to get out. He's the getaway guy. And, yeah, it's just they both lead off of each other's verses, MJG goes first, 8-Ball, MJG, and then 8-Ball at the end. The song is 4 minutes and 34 seconds. And I really like the end of this song because 8-Ball talks about how he went to Jamaica. So that's where he fled. He went to Jamaica to chill with the dreads. He's smoking weed. Well, they catch him down there. 
They try to get him, but in the end, they still couldn't get him. And he ends the song by being like, I bought some land, I got a mansion, and I'm chilling, and, I'm, and this is where I'm at. Chilling in Jamaica with all this money. They can't catch 8-Ball because he's too fucking hard. They can't catch MJG because he's too fucking smooth. You know what I'm saying? Um, Armed Robbery is a really good song on this. Uh, I will say, as funny as the beat is, um, the beat is a little bit to be desired. It's not as hard as the rest of them. But luckily, the story that they tell in this song is such a good story that you still listen to it. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely definitely a really good story rap and again they on that gangsta shit on this one so you know it's armed robbery they jacking the bank they taking taking that dough getting the fuck out of there you know and uh everything else that happens in between you're gonna have to go listen to the song make sure you do by the way because uh i think this one's gonna be a fan favorite people are really gonna like this especially if you like that gangsta pimp shit or just that hard hip-hop Man, 8-Ball and MJG are definitely right up your alley then. So without further ado, let's listen to Armed Robbery from 8-Ball and MJG coming out hard. Hit it! Yeah, we are back. That was Armed Robbery from 8-Ball and MJG. And now we move on to the song called Pimps. Yo, you know what's about to happen. Now, this song, it, again, if, if if you're weak at the at the heart, you probably shouldn't listen to this album to begin with. But basically, they're breaking down their pimping style on this and just pimping in general. Eight Ball even starts the album off by just talking, being like, pimping has been misunderstood. It takes a special motherfucker to do this. Not everybody can do it. And then he comes in with his first verse, you know, like, it takes a brother that's hard, you know, and just starts going. And basically they break down pimping, both him and MJG. You know, you got to find a bitch, you know, break it down, then... Rip her apart, build her back up. Gotta have your bottom bitch. Gotta, you know, like again, if you if you're a pimp motherfucker, then this is your this is your song right here. I mean, it's literally titled Pimps, and the beat is so motherfucking smooth and laid back. It's sampling Womack and Womack TKO. Alright? So if anyone's familiar with that beat, it's a real laid back, mellow ass beat. Um you know, it's a lot of MCs, a lot of rappers have used this sample, or they've used Teddy Pendergrass's Love TKO's similar uh, beat, obviously, but this is the original Womack and Womack. Um, and when each one of these guys get done with their verse, you know, they go, they, they end it by going, ah, pimps. And then they start talking, you know, like, well, what's going on? Like, ah, oh, these motherfuckers got me fucked up and... MJG will be like, but right about now, I'm about to roll the spliff and get real. Ha. And then they sample part of the song from Womack and Womack where they sing. And I just can't seem to get my feet on the ground. And it's just, dude, I mean, 
I, I listen to it and I feel like I'm a fucking pimp when I'm listening to it because I just, it's, it's a dope ass song. And again, you got eight ball going first, MJG, eight ball again, MJG. So as you can see, they have a theme. They'll each kick two verses, you know, and this song is six minutes long. So, and again, you can, I love this song. You listen to the whole thing and you're just like, and yeah, eight ball gets a little grimy in this one for sure. I mean, again, you know, eight ball does not hesitate to let you know what he's about. You know, he's pimping bitches. He'll fucking hit a bitch. You know, that's just, I mean, that's just, that's what this album is. Again, take it as you may, but anyway, you, you know what you're getting into on this album anyway, from the very beginning. So, you know, it's a hard ass album. This is a hard ass song with a smooth ass beat. And on that note, let's listen to this motherfucking jam right here called Pimps from 8 Ball and MJG. Hit it. It takes a nigga that's hard from the start. You gotta have heart to meet a bitch, smack her down, then rip her apart. It's all in the game. A nigga can't change if you don't break a bitch. Yo, I told you, that's a that's a fucking laid back but hard track. And again, if you're going to title your album Coming Out Hard, you better come out hard. And every fucking song on this whole album is, is hard as hell. I'm telling you right now, even this laid back, smooth, slick tip ass song is hard as fuck. And 8-Ball makes that shit hard. MJG makes that shit raw. Um, pimps, man. I pimps. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Anyway, let's head on to the next song. And this one is the title track of the album. It's titled Coming Out Hard. And again, this one is, this is the one they released as a single, you know, um, probably one of the most recognizable songs off of the album. If you've never heard the album, you might've heard of this song at least, um, it samples Shaka Khan and Rufus, the the song "Stay," um, and it's uh, again it's a it's a mellow ass beat, but half of it's mellow. So like they'll start kicking their rhymes, and then the beat will break down and get like so. Okay, how can I explain this? Basically, let's say MJG is rolling right, and It'll be all smooth and slick, and then like halfway through his verse, the beat will break down and just get fucking hard. And because again, the song's called "Coming Out Hard," the album's called "Coming Out Hard," so you gotta come hard. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and it'll break down, and both of them, you know, Eight Ball finishes his uh, verse being like, "To make me come out damn hard, hard," and then the hook comes in, and it's like the Shaka Khan singing, you know, and they're coming in like coming out hard, hard. You know, I would sing, but I can't sing. You, you just you'll you'll listen, you'll understand, you'll see it. Um, once again, you got Eight Ball going first, and he starts it great again because he comes out again going like Eight Ball will come out hard with the gangster lean and just you know this is this is a hard motherfucker right here. And uh, again, like I said, you're gonna name your album that. 
you got to follow up. And 8-Ball and MJG, they follow up. So 8-Ball goes first, MJG second, 8-Ball again, and MJG, they continue with those uh, four verses. It's four minutes, 27 seconds. Again, the sample is hype. That's why I don't get when people say the production is cheap because to me, the production is dope as fuck. You got to remember, this is their debut album, Memphis, Tennessee. There weren't many MCs in Memphis, Tennessee. So they worked with what they had, and I think it worked beautifully. And on that note, let's take a listen to Coming Out Hard from 8-Ball and MJG. Let's go. 8-Ball will come out hard with the gangster lean. Gold smile for the women that be jocking the green. I'm a pimpster, not a trick on a stroll. You got to pimp that thing and keep a trick on hold. Stay on top of the world with a gun in your hand. Take control of a woman and fear no man. It be hard for me to see a day without cash. If you got it and I don't, I'll blast your Oh, I told you, man. I told you. Coming Out Hard is definitely one of the best bangers on this whole fucking album. And, uh, yeah, even if you don't listen to anything on this album, listen to this song, because it's fucking dope. And on that note, let's keep it moving. And we're, we're almost done with the album. Like I said, it's short. But from what you've heard so far, you can see why this is such a fucking underground classic I don't even know if it's underground. I wouldn't even say underground, but it's a classic. And it deserves to be up there with all the rest of those dope-ass albums that came out in 93. Because to me, it's it's pioneering in the way that where they're from, what they're speaking on. Sure, MC's talked about pimping before, but not to the extent of 8-Ball and MJG. And uh, anyway, that gets into our next track. It's called Mr. Big. And this is just 8-Ball, alright? No MJG, it's just a solo song from 8-Ball. It's 5 minutes, it's 46 seconds, so it's long. 8-Ball's kicking it. And in this song, 8-Ball basically just tells you about his come-up. You know, he worked at Mickey D's, and it didn't matter how hard he worked, the pay never increased, so he ended up making a switch, started slanging rocks, selling drugs, started making a name for himself, and that's why they call him Mr. Big. And the hook is them going, Mr. Big, Mr. Big. They call him Mr. Big. And then 8-Ball will come in and be like, and not because of my size, you know? Because, again, he's a big guy, but that's why I like the hook. Because he'll be Mr. Big, but not because of my size. They don't call me Mr. Big because of that. They call me because I'm Mr. Big in the streets, you know what I'm saying? 8-Ball, pimping hoes, selling that shit, you know what's up. And this is a gangsta-ass album, you know what I'm saying? This is a... A Memphis classic. You roll through Memphis listening to this, you're going to get a lot of motherfuckers hype. I'll tell you that right now. And I mean, after this, Memphis produced tons of legendary MCs. But, um, and even before this, but 8-Ball and MJG to me are a special, a special group. And uh, yeah, we ain't even going to waste no more time. Let's play a clip of Mr. Big from 8-Ball and MJG. Only it's just eight ball on this bad motherfucker. Let's go. They call him Mr. Big, but not because of his size. Hit it. Now I was broken for motherfucker. My life at the end. See, my so-called friends, they had no ends to lend me. My job at Mickey D's was fucking me with no grease. I worked so fucking hard, but the money, it never increased. 
Mr. Big 8-Ball, that motherfucker you better recognize right now. 8-Ball is not to be fucked with. And that's going to lead us into the next song. We got two songs left, y'all. And the next one's called Ends Like Us. I N like us. So, this one is just a raw-ass fucking track. It's kind of like Nine Millimeter Boy, Nine Little Millimeter Boy, but uh, the beat is way more sinister, right? And they just on some, some fuck you type shit on this one. Uh, this one only has... Um, oh no, it's got four verses, only instead of going every other, eight ball goes first, MJG does two verses in the middle, eight ball goes last, right? Once again, it's four minutes and 54 seconds. So these are long songs, all right? So again, a lot of, lot, of, lot of substance in this, right? So even though it's a short album, you're getting your money's worth if you would have bought this back in the day, um, just off the length of the songs alone, off of the raw ass material you get and the lyrical ability because don't get it twisted eight ball and mjg are lyrical right um even though they're talking about pimping and and fucking gangsta ass shit they're lyrical people always seem to think that if you're on some gangsta shit you ain't lyrical like no fuck that all right that just they're just rapping about shit they see or shit that they do you know what i mean so like i get it if it ain't your thing but you can't hate on it and say that these guys ain't good because they they the real deal. And on this one, man, they're just ripping motherfuckers apart. Like, I think MJG definitely shines on this one. Um, and here's the thing. Even on most songs, like, I think they both are really neck and neck. There's only a couple songs I would say, you know, I liked 8-Ball better on Armed Robbery, but I liked MJG better on first episode otherwise you know most of the time they're right on par with each other which again that's a dope group right there that means you know everybody does have their favorite but like you know it's hard for me to even pick who's my favorite it kind of goes hand in hand for me like eight ball and mjg they go hand in hand for me so anyway um the beat is hard it's fucking sinister it's raw it's dark and it's a hard-ass fucking song. Once again, you're probably going to hear the word hard 400 times during this episode, and rightfully so, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, let's play a clip of Ends Like Us, 8-Ball and MJG, Peep It. I'm reaching for the punk, and I'm on the automatic. There's six five balls from the box in the attic. A phone call from 8-Ball, let me know the scope. T-Money and JP and we back and you know what that means yo we got one song left i told you it's short but it's sweet and the last song is just my man mjg eight ball had his time with mr big but now it's mjg's time to shine and the song's called Pimps in the House. And I'm just going to tell you right now, this is one of the most raw motherfucking songs on this whole album. And it is the best way to end this album. If you're going to start it off with Nine Little Millimeter Boy and you end it with Pimps in the House, let me tell you something about this beat, okay? 
the bass line in this motherfucking beat makes you frown up like you ready to fuck someone up. I mean, the first time I ever heard this song, I remember I made that like, like I just smelled something nasty. I had that face on, you know what I'm saying? Like I was like, ugh, what the fuck is this? And then MJG comes in like one to the motherfucking two to the motherfucking three. Uh, and then just starts rolling with it. And uh, there ain't no hook in this all right this is three minutes 20 seconds mjg's just ripping this whole motherfucking song and this is such a dope ass song i can't even begin to explain i know i told you to go listen to coming out hard if you're only going to listen to one song but i mean you you, i would i would say you gotta listen to pimps in the house too like straight up is that good it's 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 a raw fucking beat and for anybody who is like eight balls more raw, let me tell you, MJG destroys this song. Absolutely destroys this song. His cadence, everything about him, his lyrical ability, he just rolls on this fucking thing. Um, it is definitely a, one of the dopest songs on this whole album. And yeah, like I said, the bass line is just fucking menacing and then even when he ends it you know he ends it by being like the pimps in the motherfucking house and then everything cuts out except for that bass line and every time i'm just like god damn this is a fucking banger right here pimps in the motherfucking house and on that note man i ain't even gonna let you wait any longer let's play that shit pimps in the house from 8-Ball and MJG, and this one's just MJG on his shit. Let's go. Hit that shit. One to the motherfucking two to the motherfucking three. The sound of the boom is sweating your heart like a mystery. Could it be? The best will rule the nation in 93. And MJG is going to start a new race. Replace the weak taste. Like I told you, man, that bass is raw. I know that didn't do any justice at all, but God damn, that is a fucking dope-ass song. And like I said, it's short and sweet. That's the end of the song. You know, you look uh, you look it up on Spotify or anything else, and uh, they do have um, Coming Out Hard and Mr. Big Chopped and Screwed, or a Screwed version from DJ Screw. But um, the actual album that came out in 93 didn't have that, so we're not going to cover that anyway. That's the album right there in its whole. It's, it's, a, it's a short one, but man, this is one of the dopest albums. For, and I mean, if you're hearing me tell you, this is basically only eight songs because it's got the intro. This is an eight-song album, and the whole fucking thing is dope. Which means I don't even know how I'm going to pick three to take off because I don't know how I can. I have to because that's what I do on this show. I have to pick three to take off. But I'm going to be mad about whatever I take off because, I mean, this whole fucking album is dope. I don't know how to, but I'm going to try. So let's get into it. Let's try to take three tracks off this bad boy. Um... I'll tell you right now, you already know Pimps in the House ain't coming off and uh, Nine Little Millimeter Boy ain't coming off, but 
oh, it really pains me to do this, but I'm going to take take Armed Robbery off. Um, out of all the songs, that is my least favorite song, uh, mostly just because the beat is, it's, it's funny, and the, s- the story rapping is excellent, but um, it ain't got shit on the rest of the songs. So Armed Robbery comes off. That one's pretty easy for me. This is where it gets tough. Um, I'm going to have to take Mr. Big off, and I'm sorry for anybody out there that's an 8-Ball fan because this is one of the best jams on it. I just can't logically take off any of these other songs. And my third one I'm going to take off is uh, Ends Like Us. And I know I said how raw that song is, but here's why. The other songs, are, are they're just more raw, and they're just that much better. You know what I mean? I have to keep them on. So if I'm going to take them off, I'm going to take number four, Armed Robbery. I'm taking number seven, Mr. Big. And I'm taking number eight, Ends Like Us off. Um, it pains me to take Mr. Big and Ends Like Us off. But I I have to pick three. And you know me, I don't cop out. I can't pick the intro. I pick actual songs. I've tried to cop out in the past, but I just can't. You know, it's just, it ain't right. Which leads me now to what are my top three. Um, My top three, baby. Let's go. The first episode, number three, definitely, definitely in my top three. That beat is so fucking dope. And 8-Ball and MJG just ripped that fucking song apart. And I love that song. That's another one that makes me just kind of frown up like, God damn, what is going on right now? This is some shit. First episode's in that top three. Number two that I'm keeping, um, I gotta keep the title track coming out hard because it's such a dope-ass song. The sample is so dope. And, I mean, again... It's the first song I ever heard from this album that made me go listen to the album. It's coming out hard. So, I mean, how can I pick it? It's such a good song. And then that leads me to what my last one is. And, man, this one I had to struggle with a little bit. Pimps is so good that I really wanted to pick that in my top three. But I can't. I can't pick Pimps because I have to pick number nine, Pimps in the House, for that fucking bass line and the way MJG just rips it, I have to keep it. So my top three, our first episode, Coming Out Hard, and Pimps in the House. And that's where we're going to leave it, right there. That is my top three. That's my least three, my or my three I got take off. And that is the album, y'all. Like I said is a fucking dope album. Please go listen to this album. You will be doing yourself a favor if you do. Like I said, production-wise, it was handled in-house. You know, um, you had Tony Draper. You had Team Money mastering it. 8-Ball did some mastering himself. MJG did some mastering himself. It was dropped on Suave Records. Um, 1993, baby. What a fucking year for hip-hop. And let me tell you, Memphis, Tennessee came out swinging with this one, with a ball and MJG coming out hard. And on that note, that's the episode, baby. We Audi 5, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you click subscribe, 
like and follow on Facebook and Instagram at Bring the Noise Podcast. And as always, I am straight the clipper. I'm Audi 5000. So peace out. One, two, and three.